someone has got to have your back when it comes to tax deductions and putting you in a good place that you've never even heard or talked about before. We are all born with a desire to achieve, to be the heroes and heroines we look up to. We all resonate with stories where the peasant becomes the knight, the pauper becomes the princess. But truth be told, the path from rags to riches is longer in reality than it is on paper. What does it take to actually change your stars? How are everyday people like you and me rewriting their story? All right, welcome to Till Time Podcast. I have a guest that I've wanted for a long time, and I was so solar focused, I just never did. So now we're like opening the floodgates, and this is probably going to be my, I, I know it's going to be a favorite because we just have a good time. So welcome, Barbara Burnett from Robert Burnett Taxes. Super excited to have you. Um, for people Thanks. that don't know you, give us, a little, give us a little intro. Oh, well, first, this is exciting to be here. And um, there's been a lot that has changed since I did a Facebook Live for the door to door professionals about three years ago. But a lot has changed since except the fact that I still love doing tax returns and I don't know, it's a fit, quick fix for me. But um, my background is my dad comes from Deloitte. So he was a partner with Deloitte. And um, so we grew up in his office, in his CPA office, the five kids. And of course did all the different things that you do as a kid, janitor and secretary. It was, you know, pretty soon by the age of 16, I think I had like 16 of my own clients. I was just doing little bookkeeping things for him, whatever. But it introduced me to the world of accounting. Now, did I think that's where I would go? No. So what I did instead is I went up to um, the University of Idaho and got my uh, business education degree. And so I taught in Boise, economics, business law, and accounting. But when I left there and started having kids, then I thought, I don't want anyone telling me what hours I can and can't work. So I went back and um, got my accounting degree and started a practice. And now we're 12 women across the United States. We love working together and we have clients, you know, in all different professions. But one of the niches we have are the direct sales professionals. And so the way that happened is uh, several years ago, I was at a barbecue and I heard some young kid <laughs> 22-ish saying, yeah, I'm going to go to Arkansas and make $150,000. Okay, instead of me talking like how to, you know, how to make potato salad or whatever, I beelined <laughs> to this kid and I said, um, what do you mean? And by the way, are you getting a W-2 or a 1099? So that's how I introduced myself. <laughs> and he said, oh, I think they said 1099. And I said, you're not going anywhere without an S-corporation. Of course, his eyes were this big like, one, who are you? And two, what do you know about this? And why are you talking to me? But once that happened, oh my gosh, Cody, it spread like wildfire. I was then going to several different states teaching tax. So I'm able to use my, you know, my education degree as a teacher. But then I turn around and, you know, use the tax code and teach them what they don't know. And what is surprising to me is the mindsets of so many people, especially this age, because they're still influenced by parents, you know, teachers, whatever. So, so many times I'll go into, you know, an audience or now their webinars and um, 
it's amazing how many people will raise their hands and say, you know, I would never take tax deductions because my dad said I was going to go to jail if I did, or my dad was always at the kitchen table saying, why are we paying taxes? I'm going to get audited. I'm going to go to the IRS, all this. And so what I do is I come in and I say, we're not going to talk that way anymore because tax to me is like bottle or gum or it's just like a normal word. And immediately you can see people like, oh, you can actually make me feel empowered instead of scared. And so that's really the platform I walk in with and my team. We just make it comfortable. Um, we say no question is a bad question because we had to learn it all too. But we come from a totally different perspective is if you're out there in the heat, rain, snow, leaving your families, leaving your spouse, leaving your significant other to do this, someone has got to have your back when it comes to tax deductions and putting you in a good place that you've never even heard or talked about before. And then what I say to the leaders is once I teach them, because we really try and focus on leaders, you're expected to go out and teach your team because they start knowing exactly what they have to do. It's like clockwork. They walk up and they say, not only am I going to make money, but I'm going to stop and say, how can I make this a tax deduction? Yeah. yeah. Well, so you, you said something really interesting there I, that I didn't like realize. So you said that a lot of times people come at like, when you, when you first talk about taxes, they have this perception that taxes are like, I have to pay it. Does that happen a lot? Like you got a lot of reps, well, a lot of people that say like, I, I have to pay my taxes. I'm just like, well, it's more like they're so afraid of the IRS and an uh -huh. audit than they are paying the taxes. It's uh -huh. almost like they don't care, Cody. It's almost like, I don't care if I have to pay $14,000. I'm going to come back to a story about that. I just, just don't even want to touch them. So huh. coming back to this story, there was a, um, a direct sales professional several years ago, and he called and said, hey, I didn't make enough. Can you just help me do my tax return free? Now, I'm not saying that's what we do, but you know what? There is a, a tender place in my heart. <laughs> so I said, absolutely. So we go through, he had some free tax software, and I was helping him place everything. And he was a Schedule C, so there was no limited liability company, no C Corp or no S Corporation. So we get done. And he was going to, you know, put in the bank information and, and everything that we needed to do to finalize it. So that was the end of the conversation. Well, a year later, he calls me back and says, okay, I can pay you this year. I made like X amount of dollars and I understand it more. So we get on and we do an interview and we always fill out the spreadsheet that we have specifically for our door-to-door -door, um, sales professionals. We have a spreadsheet that really captures every single thing that direct sales professionals go out there and spend money on. So we get through it and then I say, well, by the way, did you get your refund last year? You know, it was like, it was like $14,000. And he said, Barb, I was just so nervous. I just remember my dad saying he was going to get audited. And I, I just went back and I took out all the deductions and I said, what? <laughs> my God. So once we went through it, and this was the second year, I was able to talk him into letting me do the amended return. We turned around, took all those deductions because as long as they're legitimate and they're in compliance with the IRS tax code, that's who they're for. They're for him, they're for me, they're for you, they're for 
anybody that runs a big corporation or a small business, they're there. So he was able to get his $14,000 refund because he had to pay. And it's been one of my success stories. So, but really, I think that was the conversation that imprinted in my mind that in so many instances, tax is scarier than paid tax. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. So you said that like you grew up, your, your father worked for Deloitte. Huge, uh -huh. For those who don't know, Deloitte's a huge, one of the big three, big four, what do they call it? Four, yeah, one of the big four. Uh -huh. big, four. big four international firms. Uh -huh. International firms for, for accounting. Yeah. Um, and so like how did, did your brothers and sisters all grow up to be accountants like in that realm or was that just you or what was that like? Um, so my brother is a CPA um, auditor in Vegas, has always had his own firm. I've always had my own practice and then my other siblings know they're in law and organizational behavior and uh, they're a school teacher. Okay. So, but we are all now, now that we're like older, we're all entrepreneurs in what I just said. It used to be that, that you know, they were employed and, and now everybody's an entrepreneur and I think their spouses are entrepreneurs. So we're pretty, pretty savvy in the, you know, get out there and, and have the high risk tolerance of, you know, making your own job, creating your own hours, right? Taking your own tax deductions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you, you mentioned that, like, again, so like, what was, was it, was it your kids as a big motivator to start your own business? Was it yeah, the same thing? Like, because, how, like, yeah, because, um, one, I didn't want anyone telling me when I could or couldn't, you know, go to work. And plus I wanted to be home with my, my children. And so um, my kids were raised in my business because why? Because I've always owned the business. Yeah. So I had a firm in, um, and I still do have a firm in Colorado. I started in Colorado, but my kids would just be there with me. Even, I mean, I had 10 employees, but they knew since I own the company that my kids could be there. So they were raised in the office. Like I remember one CPA coming in and saying, I don't know how you do it. And I say, what? And she, he said, well, have your daughter here. She was like probably five. And I said, oh, wait, where, Jill, where, where are you, Jill? <laughs> like, I don't even notice. Uh -huh. But um, the cool thing is that they, I, I, this is my fourth business. And they have been able to follow me in my businesses because I've always been one of the owners. Oh, yeah, that's, that's why I did it. And um, it's a super cool um I think it's pretty sexy profession. You can take your computer and work wherever you are. You yeah. know, have computer will travel. And and you could now we can do all these Zooms, which we've been doing Google Hangout for like, I don't know, as long as it's been around. So it's always been something that is um, available at any time to anybody, to any state, and to me on, you know, when I'm on vacation, quote unquote, or wherever I am, it's been nice. Yeah, so I... You know, it's not, I guess the kids at work thing wasn't as relevant as it is now. Like a year ago, if you would have had this conversation, they would have been like, that's just for some people. Now it's kind of like everybody has to have that conversation. Uh -huh. But I think it is like really interesting that like the way society went, like in the old days, your kids always went to work with you, you know, like yeah. that was just kind of like the thing you always were in the family business, like, and then yeah. modern times come along and there's like this separation between work and like your family but like you were able to meld those two before like a COVID event, like way before COVID event. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. so like, uh, that's, that's like, I think that's, I don't yeah. know, it's good to have that, like to have someone else say like, Hey, your kids can work with you. And it's oh, actually a yeah. good thing. 
oh my gosh, they had the greatest revenue or um, resumes, and now they're all uh, have amazing jobs. Not one of them are entrepreneurs, but they're all in finance or some kind of legal work. So um, that makes me happy. But yeah, they probably didn't like the whole, uh, okay, kids, get your sleeping bags up. It's time to get in the car and go home. Because sometimes they had to sleep in the office until like during tax season. You cannot believe some of the stories we have. Oh my gosh. But you know what? I think um, it enabled us to not only build amazing memories, but we were are, we were so close and we still are so close because we went through growing my businesses. Like, you know, I, I went on to have three more. This is the fourth one. But, um, you know, I think it's just, it was something interesting that none of their friends really had going on. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Well, it like gives them like, not just like there's a skill set part of it, but there's also the confidence part, right? Like, yeah, it's a confidence you, part and it really does build high, to high risk tolerance, which is really yeah, what yeah. I believe you need to have as a direct yeah, sales yeah. professional, any entrepreneur, you have to have confidence that is in my mind aligned with your risk tolerance. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, for me, like when like my dad started an archery shop when I was like six, 15, 16, when I was 16. Really? And, uh, and I remember he was like a wrestling coach as well. So I had like, I had to watch the shop by myself at like 17 years old, oh, you know, in the middle of the, in the middle of the winter. And I remember at first I was like really scary. It's like, you know, like oh. when, when a client comes in and they want something, like I'm the manager at 17 years old, this guy's oh. like 40 years old, you know? And like, and so I have to make like the, the decision on, do I give him the discount? Do I not, you know, do I like, I have to close up the till and, you know, make sure it's all locked and secured. And it's because if I leave and nothing, someone breaks in easily, that's my fault. You know, I remember like taking that responsibility in the first few weeks, it was like super scary. And then you just get used to it. And then all of a sudden it's like, I can handle this, you know, like I got this. And when you do that at like a really young age, yeah, yes. it makes a huge difference on like how you perceive like your role within a business yeah. later on, whether you work within a business, like as an employee, you're going to have more like authority well, confidence. And then by, by that authority that they're going to trust you. Um, but, or if you go out and start your own, you're like, you have that, like, that testing ground that was really yeah. young. I don't know why or how my dad trusted me to do that. Looking back right now, I'm like, wow. Like. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. But you know, um, I think, well, I don't know what the percentage is. Is it one or 2% of the population are entrepreneurs? It is something that like, like, um, I don't know how to say this, but some can't do it. Some can't do it for some reason. I always say, if you saw a parent being an entrepreneur, because that's what my dad really was, he ran a staff of 22, you, if you see it and you taste it and you live it, to me, it's easier to be one than not. So I take my hat off to those young guys whose parents were W-2s, their mom worked W-2 or, you know, um, or, and their dad. So I really do because they didn't see any of the working till two in the morning, getting up at four, making sure everybody got paid. Maybe they didn't, um, making sure everybody had good computers, making sure, you know, they don't see that counting the money at night. I, I just, I just think it's such an interesting way of living. I love it because it is just a juicy way of living and intertwining with people and they get to trust you. 
those men that were coming in your dad's shop, what kind of shop was it? Bow shop. Okay, I have a compound bow, by the way. I thought you said that. I was like, hey, wait. <laughs> um, the, those men and women trusting you was huge. And so that's what I'm saying. You came across as someone that rather you were 17 or 77, you could still handle the situation. And I really just believe there's a certain personality that can handle that. So, but I've loved it. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, especially nowadays when people are kind of thrown into, Hey, I have to balance my kids and my profession. It's okay to do that. Like it's okay to have your kids watch oh, yeah. it work. You know, it's, it's a good oh, yes. thing. It's really good for them. You know, like that's, so I, I like, I'm glad that you like brought that up. It was just, wait, I didn't, like that wasn't script or anything. It was just random, you know, but I think for people that are trying to balance that, yeah. like the, it, it's a, it's a testament to say like, Hey, someone did this a while ago, you know, and we have to do it now. So it's like, I need to accept that reality, not only accept it, but embrace it and say like, this is actually good for my kids. It's good for my oh, kids. Absolutely. It's good 100%. for them to like learn, learn those things, you know? And you're right with the COVID thing, even the employees are having to stay home. So all three of my kids have had to work from home, but they're still giving their children the same exposure that I gave them. Yeah. And um, it just shows them that, you know, this is what mom or dad doesn't work. This is what pays the bills. This is, <laughs> you know, I, cause I've actually said that. And of course people are saying, uh, you haven't obviously been there right now, but see, I didn't ever think it was a problem. Yeah. So. Well, you didn't have screens to just plug them in too. Right. That's, no. Like, yeah, that's no. the thing. Like parents are just like, here's my here's the screen, you know, I'll plug it in. No. You know? Yeah, so. we no, that that was but I did have little packets because remember I'm a teacher first, so they had their little homework things, but I just it never entered my mind. Plus I wanted to pick up my kids from school every single day. That's the teacher in me. So yeah. I would, you know, I'd leave I'd leave us my staff of ten and go pick up my kids every day and not go back to the office. So you really had to plan how it was all going to work. Who could you trust? Um, but it did. Now that you're talking about it, wow, it's, it really was fun. So that's cool. That's a fun little, fun little tangent apple. So um, let's dive into, well, I think, ev well, everybody should know Barbara if you're in the direct sales <laughs> world, like, or a small business world. So here, here's like my little intro um, to this. There, there are people that are, there, there's like tax accountants and then there's like, just tax wizards. And so like, I think most people grow like H&R Block or tax, TurboTax, they do so much advertising. You grow up, you're just like, oh, I just send them my taxes. And I, that's what I thought I did for years. And I don't know, I think it was like through the door to door world I found out about you. And I was like- It was D to D convention. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. And then I had yeah, like- group. Yeah. I had um, like one accountant one year do pretty good. And the next account in the next year, it was like, it was bad. It was like twenty eight thousand dollars in back taxes or something. Wow. It was nasty. And I was like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find somebody else. And then I was like, oh, there's this is like the this she's like the, the wizard. And I was like, okay, and I didn't know. I didn't know. And there uh, so to, to sum it up, because I mean that's that's our that's how I found out about you. But like some people in their business, they like do it as a business and they don't like they're not obsessive about it and they're not right. like skilled at it, but uh -huh. you're like a master of it. Like, uh -huh. and it's really fun to see and you. Like, I think you care about my business more than I care about my business sometimes, which is really yeah, crazy. I do. <laughs> I do. Because you're, I don't know. I feel like, like the door to door sales professionals, especially because most of you guys are my kid's age. 
So when I know what I know, I'm not going to keep it from my clients. And that's the other thing. Like, remember, CPAs and those with credentials, we have to have CPE every year. So we have to keep up with the tax code. So I'm always so shocked when I get a, a new client or, you know, from someone else, they, when they don't use the tax code, but they were sitting next to me in the classes. And it's like, so to me, that's more volume based. They're just running them in. They're bringing in, you know, people that have just maybe gotten out of college, you know, whatever to do tax returns. It's like, why, what is your purpose? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm trying to do this movement of ask your accountant questions, but in reality, your accountant should be asking you the questions. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, that like, cause I, cause I don't know, like the tax code is so, or the business, like just the business code, everything is so complex. A lot. Like it's I don't know great. what's advantageous. So like what I've really appreciated is like, I just kind of hand you my stuff and it's <laughs> usually like a mess. And it's like, then you, then you ask all the questions like, what about this, what about this? And I'm like, I don't know. You're like, well, you should do this. I'm like, fine, do it. And then yeah. all of a sudden it's like, there was no money coming back in taxes. And then the IRS just sent me like lots of money. I, know. I was like, where did that come from? But that's because I, I learned what it was like to be volume based in the other firms before I started my own. And I see, I don't know, it makes me so happy, Cody, when we, when I can do that. And when my team can do that, because if you just send in a piece of paper with numbers on it, that's what you're going to give for most firms. And to me, it's just not fair because you're right. Let me see. How thick is this tax code? It's sitting right here. No, it's over there. Okay. I don't know where my tax code book is, but it's like two and a half, two inches. But um, if that has everything in four, self-employed in my opinion, whether you're in a partnership, whether you're in a C-Corp, whatever you are, you're still, you know, part of a business. W-2, you're not. You are not. You go home at night and you sleep. The rest of anybody that's involved in any shareholder position, whether you're an investment or not, silent partner or not, you're still part of it. And that's where the tax code is so important because it's just so enabling and empowering. And so when, when the door-to-door -door professionals go out without any training, that to me is like throwing, well, like that kid who, you know, was having to pay so much money. And so let's just figure out, let's say they're getting, what do you think, $400 a sell, okay? Let's say he had to pay $14,000. Do you know his first 35 sales were all going to taxes? See, that's how I think. And I'm thinking they've got their car, their cell phone, their travel, their in-home office, which we, that's another thing that really boggles my mind is, most most people, if they're in a seasonal type situation, they start thinking about, oh, I was out in the field from April until August. But you signed the 1099 in January. So you became your own CEO of your company January 1. And you didn't just stop the minute you pulled into your driveway. You got to remember, you are working your business the entire year. Right there, I probably give them another $5,000 in tax deductions because of you know, driving, cell phone, in-home office, which we require our clients to have an in-home office. Now, if you'll go to most places, you're going to hear, oh, I don't let my clients take in-home office. Well, then go back and rewrite the tax code. Like if you're going to say that's limited to your clients, go back, you run into, you know, and try it and get the tax code changed because that is allowed. 
And the thing that we want is maybe not the in-home office deductions because they might be low. We want the miles, 58 cents a mile. Are you kidding me? So some of you people, some of you guys go like 35,000 miles. You're going to get $20,000 of deduction just from the mileage allowance. Yeah. So we don't, you know, it's not, hey, I want an in-home office, you know, to take off, you know, $150, which is more than that. It's always worth it. But no, it's actually for another reason. So if you start teaching people what I'm doing or what, uh, you know, a good, a solid accountant will do, then you're going to start paying attention. You're going to get the IQ app. You're going to get our bookkeeping system. You're going to get, you know, tax bot. Um, you're, you know, you're going to start using and making a lifestyle change by using these apps that are available for what, like 10 bucks a month or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like I said, it's, it's a lifestyle change. You can't just like, it's, it's think like the, when, when people are hired as a 1099, the, the business owners that are hiring them know exactly what they're doing. They're taking advantage of the tax code. Oh, sure. You know, they're not, they're not, I, 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 I want to be like really careful. And they're not taking advantage of the individual because I, I do no, think 1099 is way more advantageous than W2. Yeah, but they don't have to pay the payroll taxes. Yeah, they don't have to pay payroll taxes and there's you know less liability and all this other stuff. But, sure. um, but the reps need to like people that are coming in to like have that conversation as well. And they also need to have that conversation with like you or someone else that's like really, really good at it. Because like most, like you said, there's, there's two, I think there, well, there's probably a lot of different accounting firms, but there's like, most accounting firms are volume firms, like you're saying, and they're just, they're there, they're spending like 30, 40 minutes, I don't even know, an hour on your, on your uh, taxes, charging a thousand. minutes total. 45 minutes and on your taxes. Doing it, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they're, you're gone. Right. And they're so, not, yeah. And I won't even go into what happened a couple of years ago at one of the gatherings, the person that spoke, clients came to me because he, it was wrong. He, it was 100% wrong. So, um, but they're not going to know unless you get an, unless you get a notice from the IRS that it's wrong in their favor. But if it's wrong in, 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 in your favor, they're not going to, they're not going to send you, by the way, did you forget to put your mileage down? Cause you've had it the last three years, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it, but it's so hard to make people stop and do this because it's, it is a lifestyle change. But I tell my kids and, you know, cause you have to keep receipts, you know, that's why the apps are so awesome. You have to keep receipts. You can't use bank statements. Okay. But, um, my kids say, mom, you're going to die with all your receipts. Now I have an app, but it's because I, I had to practice what I preach, but also you guys, those receipts paid for your cars, your school. You know, if I add up everything I've done to write off, that put all three of them through school. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. And it, it just comes down to discipline. You know, like I remember the first, my first, like the first business owner I really worked under, he was always took a picture of a receipt. Like it was always a habit. <laughs> and he never complained about it. It was just, yeah. it's just got, got done with lunch with clients, just took yeah. a picture, done, you know? Well, yeah. And, and if you think about what I said that, you know, if you're paying taxes that you don't need to, that means you're out there for how many, how many weeks does it take to get 35 cells? Mm -hmm. So, and the other thing that's so great about what the, um, what we are able to do is the 20% qualified business income deduction. So I talked to the guys a couple of years ago at the convention saying, you know, let's just figure that your net income from your schedule C or whatever is like $30,000. 
Kate, you get to take off 20%. Zero taxes, zero. It becomes tax-free. And then, then I equate that and I'm going like what? Uh, whatever I said, let's just say it's $6,000. You get to write off $1,200, which divided by four is you your first three sales, 100% tax-free. Yeah. But if they're so worried about the audit or whatever, which you guys audit is like the same as tax. You guys, oh my gosh, you want to come against my clients? IRS, bring it on. Oh my gosh. I would love to sit here and tell you about these success stories with our audits because no, we're not the kind that's going to send in stuff that's um, fraudulent or, and by the way, if we ever smell someone kind of being like dishonest, they're out. We just say, you know what, go find another one because they, another CPA firm will take your word because they, they must need the business that bad. But you know, as long as it's legitimate, you know, deduction, we're taking it, but it, it's just, I don't know. It's all so important that they stay with what needs to happen so that they can use the tax code and get the deductions and get the QBI deduction. And the biggest question, just so you know, is do I buy a car? Okay, that question alone will take 45 minutes <laughs> because there's so many things. So, so many door-to-door -door sales professionals will say, I wanna buy a truck. I'm gonna write the whole thing off. And I said, well, let's back up because then there's so many tactics we can use to help them use that deduction while they're out for the next three to five years. So. Yeah. So let, I'll, let's like back it up because we did we get a, did get a little technical and I think people are going to get a little bit lost. Sorry. I've worked here for a bit, so I know like, oh, that 20, you know, the 20,000 like max yeah. production, all that stuff. Yeah. So like for, for people that are, are listening to this, they're probably, well, you're going to have some that are like, yeah, I know the tax code really well. I've used it to my advantage. And there's going to be others that are like, well, this is a lot, but I want to take advantage of it. So I'll, I'll try to summarize a little bit and then we'll go from yeah. there. So basically like what we're doing is saying you, if you're working as a sales professional, well, it, well, any 1099, any 1099, well, even W2 to some extent, but especially 1099. No, no W2s are out. They're they went out. out with the twin. Yeah. But, but if they, you, if they have know, a high business. Yeah. 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 Or if sometimes now you're getting the option of doing the W2 and keeping the 1099, that's my perfect world. So yeah. yeah. So, so if you, if you're in that hybrid world, whether you're W2 1099 or especially if you, if you have a 1099, if you have your own business in that sense, like the, the tax code is very complex Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it pays to have a firm that can not only just do your taxes, but really consult you on helping making certain lifestyle. When we say lifestyle changes, it sounds like really scary, but just like really simple, like adjustments yeah. to literally save yes. tens of thousands of dollars. And it's the difference between like most commission salespeople that work for companies, EW2 are going to be taxed about 30 something percent. Yeah. I mean, they get no deductions except the standard deduction. Don't even go there though, Barb. Okay. Yeah. They, they just, yeah. Could be at 30%. I don't know, whatever they're, wherever it's they are. Crazy high. It's crazy right. high. But whereas like, it's, I'm not going to say an exact number, but it's yeah. significantly lower yes. than that, depending yes. on the individual. It's a lot lower. And so a lot of times people will be like, I get this question all the time. Well, who's going to pay for my insurance or, or my gas card or yada, 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 like all this stuff. I'm like, don't you understand? Like the IRS is going to take more money than you're going to make. Right. By, like saving on all those other things, yeah. you know, way more. So it's just, it's way more, like if you just look at the balance sheet, it's way more profitable 
just to write those off on yourself. Oh yes. Yeah. And then, well, then let me let me throw something in because um, a lot of a lot of direct sales professionals or where whoever's listening to this, let's say that they didn't know because now the guys, what month is this? Okay, they're starting to come back from the summer sales, you know, or what? I I just call it. I just call it the summer, but really remember they're in business all year. So let's say they didn't keep their receipts. Okay, this is the super cool thing. First of all, the IRS are people, okay, they're getting more computerized. I actually, uh, I wish I didn't know how good it was when it was all people oriented, but, but let's say that they got audited and they didn't start keeping receipts until September of 2020. So in two years, they get an audit. And they don't have their receipts, but they started keeping them after this podcast. The IRS will allow their bank statements and other ways that they have captured their deductions, you know, through an expense reports, whatever, our, our spreadsheet. They will allow that as long as they see that you turned over a new leap and you started keeping your receipts through capturing through, through you know, tax bot or um, uh, whatever else you're using. So don't say, oh my gosh, I'm throwing in the towel. I was gone this whole year and I never kept one receipt. Don't look back, look forward. Don't we all learn that as leaders? <laughs> and start doing it today. It's gonna be hard. Start taking pictures, start um, you know, capturing through them through the app, keep your miles. I'll just wanna say miles, like if they wanna pull one area in an audit, the IRS, it will be miles. Because anybody can say, Oh, I drove 35,000 miles. Now, one thing I'm never going to put 35,000 miles, am I, Cody? I, you I never end in 35,000 because the IRS knows you didn't keep your, keep your miles. But um, my point is just start today. And you guys, you kind of have to start thinking differently. Like you're going to be made fun of around W-2s. They're going to say, oh, ho, 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 you're making another picture of that receipt. Yay, dang well, I am. Good thing I'm on podcast. I would have said something different, Cody. I am. And you know what? I actually have the knowledge of the tax code that I'm able to use it to my advantage. And the other thing is a lot of people, um, I teach them, before you go into any situation, stop. Stop and say, how can I make this a tax deduction? So I say to our clients, you no longer get a personal life. You're not going to a funeral, no, no wedding, no reunion, no. You're going to recruit. And even if you recruit one out of five days, two out of five days, three out of five days, four out of five days, you can take the per diem, which is what the IRS allows you to take when you travel as a meal, like San Diego is $78 a day, even if you spend only $3 on a Red Bull. But all of a sudden, they're plane tickets. They're miles. We always include the spouse in everything because they usually travel with the with their spouse and we start taking their deductions. But you have to stop and say, I'm not living my life the same way I used to. I am making money. And if it's enhancing, growing, whatever you want to do to your business, it is a tax deduction. That's when I say, start paying your kids. I know so many direct sales professionals who have the kids of their pictures, you know, on their little whatever. Mm -hmm. You guys pay your kids up to $599, start a checking account for them, roll it into a Roth, start including your kids so that they can start seeing the advantages. And like I said, I always include the spouse. In fact, I don't think there's been a time that 
by the second meeting, I haven't had the, the spouse included. Yeah. Because yeah. if the spouse is included, we can take care of stuff with them and the, guy, and the sales professionals can go out and make the money. Yeah. Well, the spouses do like, they actually do do a lot of work. It's just, they do. it's just like unspoken work. It's not like, well, a lot of it is recorded. Like my wife does a ton of stuff for tons like, our work and she doesn't like, she does designs, just like a lot of admin, you know, she just does it like, because she wants to help and part of the family, but that doesn't mean that can't also be accounted for literally like Absolutely. accounted for. <laughs> well, and then what we do, if you're not an S corporation and we're not paying our wage, then what I do is I create a 1099 like from Cody to pay your spouse. And then she has her own schedule, see your own business. And we're going to take her miles, her computer, her in-home office, all the things that she was doing for Cody file when he was a schedule C, we're now picking up and having her have her own business. So the health insurance deduction she can take, uh, same as you. And there's just so many things and I, that's another thing that you're rarely going to find is any firm saying, let's issue her 1099 then. I mean, if she was out there or he was out there and she's, they've got deductions, you know, let, let's do this. So that's what I mean. If it's just like, hey, let's just throw the numbers on from a form. Sure, you're going to get a tax return. But one, it, it may not be right. But two, it won't be to its fullest advantage. Yeah. And it's not teaching you anything. Yeah. Well, and like I, you already said this once, so I want to like make sure I emphasize again, a lot of people are skittish. They're like, well, I just don't want to get audited. Like every time I've worked with you, it's like, we have to have receipts all documented. And Absolutely. if we can't buy it to a specific tax, specific tax code, it's like, it's out. It's yeah. out. It's so out. it's very like, it's very, very, very by the book. Yeah. Um, it's oh, like yeah. gives me a ton of peace of mind. Oh, because I have to, well, well, first off the signing the tax return is a partnership. When you get audited, we get audited, okay? So I'm not going to sign my name. That's how come when I said people and they start saying, oh, well, I think you should do this, and my dad said that, then go go to his accountant. But um, it's got to be a partnership when we sign that tax return. So um, absolutely, it's going to be by the book. And I'm not, I've never been one that even wants to work with people that are deceitful because there's so many, there's so much, thing, there's so many cool things we could do that are still in compliance. So why just not use the good stuff? Why do you have to like, save $343 because, you know, oh, this, you know, whatever. It's not worth it. I just yeah. am not willing to do it. Yeah. So cool. Well, we're going to start wrapping up here. There's a couple cool things we have though, uh, that you have, I don't have, we have, you have, um, <laughs> uh, for, for, for people to help like get them started. Right. Cause some, some are like, they just don't know where to start and yeah. you have like a good checklist spreadsheet. <laughs> I say, I say, if I say spreadsheet around salespeople, like they kind of like get all scared, you know? So I say checklist. It's a little more benign. That, that is a good idea, Cody. That's a great idea. Yeah. Spreadsheet. Yeah. Salespeople spreadsheet. You go, those, those two words. Are different, but, uh, I'm so glad uh, you told me that. <laughs> I, maybe I should be a little more less condescending. Um, I'm one of them. So anyway, so we got a spread. It's a really a spreadsheet. So it just, it's like, well, a cheat sheet. It's a cheat sheet. It says like, okay, like, yeah. What, what can I, and what can't I deduct and what's like, so as the year goes on, like, what can I just record as we go so that I can take full advantage of what I'm supposed to take advantage of this tax code. Right. And so you have a spreadsheet. It's usually hundred. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you. Well, yeah. So usually it's $159, but you know what, because education means more to me and my team you know, we are wanting to educate you more because we can't have a discussion with our clients if they 
don't know what we're talking about. So the spray or the tax tool is what we call it, really gives them the opportunity to look at all the deductions. It has five tabs and it has like every deduction, like uniforms. We won't go there right now, but people don't think about before you guys go out, you're buying shirts, shoes, you know, this, this outfit kind of that you're having to wear that we call uniforms. All those are tax deductions. So we have that list across the top. We have the different, you know, headings of so many different deductions. And then you go to the second tab where that's where you put where you were out. And so a lot of times the, the direct sales professionals will say, I was out for 135 days, which is their four months. I say, no, you did pre-seasons. You have to go back. Did you take your spouse? I mean, did you go to a wedding and you ended up recruiting? So all of a sudden their, uh, their travel per diem, their travel tab becomes big, like a lot of days that they were out in different cities and states and our, ours calculates exactly, you know, and it has Uber on there and rental cars, everything else. And then the third tab is on um, their car allowance. So if they don't use miles plus or uh, IQ, they can put, you know, their miles there, but I would always use the app. But mostly it's just to train and make aware. So I'm running, so we will, we'll, for this podcast, we'll offer it for $79 and just send your request to taxes at robinsonburnett.com. But it gives you everything that you can literally input there. And by the way, we're working on an app, but then you can turn that into your accountant because that is going to cover every single thing you know, except the deep down things that, you know, we go over <laughs> after. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's the best thing we created this. My, my business partner in Colorado, Stephanie Paco and I, and my brother, Brad, in, in Las Vegas all created this like five years ago, specifically for the direct sales professionals. Now we've got one for real estate and small business and doTERRA or what all, you know, MLMs. But um, yeah, it, it's a, it's just, education more than anything and then if you want to start going to the tax box because then you understand you know what you're looking for and what what can be the category then that's fine yeah yep so i'll i'll have it in the details or description there'll be I'll, I'll list the email so you don't have to go back and listen write it down like you can just go in there click on it and and email them or or go to, i'll put the website in there as well um but yeah so if like if you had one piece of advice to give to just small business owners, direct sales reps, like what would it be? I think mostly if you'll start keeping receipts, that's going to educate you to start living a tax deductible life. One, it's required by the IRS, but more than that, it puts in your mindset to stop and think. Um, a lot of times I'll, when I'm talking to someone, I'll just say, stop and say, what would Barb do? <laughs> she would literally turn something into uh, tax deduction. That's why all my kids are on my board of directors, you guys. I mean, you got to start thinking differently, but keep receipts and start thinking, why am I keeping this receipt? Oh, because it just saved me $3 on tax. I mean, who knows? It's going to eventually add up, but it all adds up. And we have been able to get, like, if someone's making, you know, a large amount of money, Everything we do, we can keep them in the 11% tax bracket or less because we grind and we tell them and we talk and we bring in the spouse and we start talking about you guys, this helped make that money. Let's take the deduction. Yeah, cool. So appreciate it, Barbara. It's Thanks, Rob, so if you want to, well, she's on social media, but you can also do her tax deductible life. You do that little pop up. Live, live a tax um, deductible life. Yes. And, uh, or robinsonburnett.com. 
and I'll, again, I'll put all the links in here, but like totally shameless plug. If you guys are not using them as your accountant, you're, you're really missing out. You're, so <laughs> like, awesome. you're awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I've, been, I've worked a lot of different accountants and like you guys. You guys well, you know what's you know, super cool is, is two of our, our tax preparers have been direct source professionals. One went was pest control and the other one was with Vivid Security. So you already have like seasoned people that know the industry, let alone now know the code. <laughs> so yeah. it makes it so, nice. Cool. Well, have a, have a safe trip to Colorado. Thanks. I know you're in Utah right now. You're driving out, but yeah, it's good jamming with you. And you're awesome. You're such a good leader. I really appreciate your talents. Yeah, we'll jam later. Thanks, Robert.